This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And welcome back in, hour number two. And, uh, you know, there was uh, three pieces of good news that broke in Louisiana fishing uh, this week. One was the increase in the number of red snapper from uh, three to four per person. But we also have uh, the the newly uh, redone Grand Isle Fishing Bridge, the Fishing Pier. And that's some good news, a beautiful picture of it lit up at night with those green lights, and I'm going to talk more about that in a little bit. But also we have a new artificial reef. It's called a fish-attracting device. It's a buoy which can be seen uh, above the water, and then there's like a, I don't know, a a structure, a chain that goes down, and uh, it serves kind of like the legs of a rig, but it's it's actually a floating and and, uh, a soft uh, rig leg, you might call it. It's hard to describe, but there's a picture of it on my, my Facebook page. If you take a look at it and kind of describe it. But it's called MC-148 Reef. It's 30 miles south-southeast of Venice. It sits in about 451 feet of water. And if you go to the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries website, you can get the uh, latitude and longitude coordinates and uh, put them in your GPS and go try it out. It's, uh, some places they call it a fish aggregating device. Uh, here we call it a fish attracting device. Also want to let you know that that Alabama Deep Sea Rodeo, 90 years and going strong. That's going to be next uh, week, July 21st through the 23rd. And uh, there's about $450,000 in cash and prizes. Uh, It's a big one. And, yes, they will have the shark category again this year. Good luck to all the fishermen that will be fishing there. Uh, It opens up next Friday on the 21st and then closes down Sunday at 5 p.m. on the 23rd. All right, we're talking about snakehead, and the question for you this morning is, I'm going to be uh, with Chef Philippe Parola, author of Can't Beat Em, Eat Em Monday, and we're going to be cooking up some snakehead fish amandine. Now, the snakehead fish that was one found in Louisiana in Concordia Parish, I'm not certain of the exact uh, water body where it was found, but it has now been found in 11 states. Uh, you know, there's always a story about how these invasive species come about, well, the story of how it got into the United States was there was uh, a family uh, that released snakeheads um, in Maryland back in 2002. For some reason, they did it as a symbolic gesture for a family member who was healed of a severe illness. And that's the story. You know, we got the story about how the nutria got away from the McElhaney's and you know, became a permanent resident. Well, this is the story on the snakeheads. So freshwater fish. They get pretty big. They can get four feet long, got a mouthful of teeth, eat just about anything. Smaller fish, uh, crawfish, 
uh, small amphibians like frogs. Uh, they'll eat snakes, even some birds and mammals. They're pretty aggressive fish. And uh, I am told that they are excellent table fare. And some of the listeners have already eaten it and said they, it's great. And others say they would be willing to try it. And others said they don't want any part of fish with that name. What do you say? Let me check on some of these text messages. Let's see. Someone recommended, like uh, we did with the sheephead, to change the name to something French, which would be Tête de Serpent, which is the head of the snake in French. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Maybe that would be a, a help. Uh, let's see. We got this one says, looking at the snakehead reminds me of a chain pickerel. That's from Soothsayer Sam. I agree with you. It does kind of look like that, but it would be a chain pickerel on steroids. Uh, we got the Weave checking in. He's headed for the flounder hole. He's going to let me know how he does. All right, Weave. Hey, get into that flatfish frenzy, as we called it when we went out there. This one, uh, let's see, this is from the Backstrap Stacker from Clark County. He's going to pass on the snakehead. Plenty of other fish to fry. And we got Kevin from Ponchatoula, says the new pier in Grand Isle, big talk of the week, but getting mixed information. What have you heard about the pier and what's being caught? My experience with fishing off that pier, and I have done it, uh, it's extremely hot during the daytime. You've got to get out there very early or go in the evening and fish at night. Remember, you're fishing in one spot. You can't move to find the fish. The fish have to come to you. And my experience has been you might fish for several hours and don't get a bite, and then all of a sudden when that school moves through, be ready because it, it'll be nonstop action. Then it'll stop, maybe pick up a little bit later on, but that's how bridge fishing going. So bring you a comfortable chair. Bring you a radio to listen to this show and uh, plenty of stuff to keep you uh, keep you hydrated, even at night. But it, it's, it's got some wonderful lights on it. It's right next to the, the bridge that crosses Caminata right there by Bridgeside Marina. And there's no charge. It's free, open to the public. Oh, but it is 14 feet off the water. So my suggestion is bring some type of a net device that you can lower down there. Because if you get a big fish and you try to hoist him up, he's going to break your line. So if you have even just a crab net on a, on a line and you can float it down to the bridge and then swim to the water and swim the fish over and pull it up, and that's how you get a fish up 14 feet on a bridge. As your tip of the day for bridge fishing. Coming back after this, Captain Mike Gallo's got a lot of tips for fishing his neck of the woods, which is a pretty big area. Lakes Pontchartrain, Lake Catherine, Lake Bourne, Biloxi Marsh, the MRGO, you name it, he fishes it. Have boat, we'll travel. He's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And our Born on the Bayou report with Captain Mike Gallo is a presentation of CTO. You know them. Some people call them AAA on the water. Free boat towing, fuel delivery, jump starts, and it's service on every boat you own, rent, or borrow. And, you know, people have a different way of looking at things, different perspectives. And I had one guy tell me that, you know, a lot of people go with uh, dual motors or actually three motors and, in some cases, quad motors. And part of the reason is, well, if I get my motor breaks down, I got another one to get me back in. Well, think about it, $199 a year for a tow. You ain't got to worry about it. If you break down, they come in to get you wherever you are and get you back safely. It's all the way you look at it. Sign up with Captain Chris. You can call him. He's a great guy, friendly guy to talk to, 504-301-4545. He will talk fishing, though, let me warn you. Or check him out on the web, com. Get you signed up. Captain Mike joins us now. And, Mike, what are you doing on these hot days, man? We're not even into the dog days yet. But, boy, the the dogs are laying up, uh, you know, in the shade and trying to stay calm. I even see some fish uh, scratching, picking fleas off each other on the bank. Yeah, maybe we can learn something from the dogs, huh? Stay in the shade. There you go. Whew, been a hot one. It has been hot, Don. We've been leaving as early as possible. And uh, this week I've been doing a lot of red fishing over in the Biloxi Marsh, fishing strictly artificials with a, a three generations from North Carolina. And it's been tough. The red fishing's been tough. We've been working lots of varied areas. I would say our best areas are flooded grass along some of the larger bays. Now, a couple of days we did divert from the red fishing when the, when it was really slow, and uh, a lot of birds along the outer edge of the Biloxi Marsh, and most of those flocks of birds had trout under them, um, and the majority of our trout were keepers. You know, most of the time that ratio, you catch 10 and keep three, and we caught six and kept four. So the ratio has been pretty good on the speckled trout. We just threw plastic under a cork or bounced the plastics on the bottom. So if you're able to get out to the eastern edge of the Biloxi Marsh, there's lots of birds diving in different areas, or we caught them where current was rolling around a point and there's good shell bottom. You know, if you know some areas that are like that, those areas were productive as well. Mike, that's a little alarming to hear about how tough the, the fishing is for redfish in that Biloxi Marsh. You know, that's kind of an isolated area. If you see one or two boats out there, that's plenty. And to have a shortage of redfish there is certainly a telltale sign of possibly some problems. The fish that you're catching, are they all the same size? Are they within the slot? Are they under the slot or over the slot? Well, Don, it seems to me we're missing a class of fish. Um, most of the fish we caught are going to be 21 inches or under, and those are two-year-old fish or under. And then the other fish we caught are either three, four to five years or older. So we caught some bull reds, and we caught some that were right at the edge of the slot, 27 to 30 inches. So it seems we're missing that 22 to 24-inch fish, and that's probably a three-year-old fish. And if you remember in 2020, we had five hurricanes or tropical depressions come right at New Orleans area in the time frame of mid-July to end of October. And that's prime time redfish breeding season 
So I'm suspicious we we lost a, a class of fish during that time. And it'll take a while for subsequent years to have fish that are large enough for us to harvest. Yeah, in, in that case, it, it may be whatever changes they put in, the problem will work itself out within those guidelines. Because, like you say, if it's two age classes missing, it's just a matter of time before they repopulate again. As long as we don't hammer them, you know. With, with they're talking about going to a three-fish limit, that's certainly going to leave a lot more fish in the water and also tighten up that slot, too. Yeah, I have I have complete faith in the wildlife and fisheries. They did it way back in the 80s when black and redfish was so popular, and our red fishery came back really strong. So time will heal it. It's just going through the dog days, like you said, for me to go out here and think where today can we try to find some. Um, I know the marsh very well, but, boy, it's just been slim pickings no matter where I go. Yeah, how about the lake, uh, Pontchartrain, the big lake? Any any action by the bridges there that you're hearing? There's been some black drum caught. I got some reports of black drum and sheephead caught in Lake Pontchartrain with the occasional redfish. Now, those are generally bulls when you catch those. Uh, we did come across a school earlier in the week of bull drum up in a shallow area. We were hiding along the western shoreline of Lake Bourne, and um, we could see them. They were just out of range, and uh, we didn't have any live bait or dead bait to throw at them. And then big black drum and not too keen on artificials. We never did catch one. We probably saw a dozen in the shallows with their backs out of the water. Yeah. Well, they can be uh, interesting and uh, fight a little bit different than a red drum, but, boy, they, they can they can certainly stretch a line and give you some good action. And, and the smaller ones are great table fare, too. Well, Mike, uh, we got you on my website. You got your own. Give us your website if somebody wants to go directly there and also the telephone number if somebody wants to call you. Well, Don, I heard you talking about acronyms earlier. So my website is an acronym for Angling Adventures of Louisiana. It's aaofla.com, and you can find me on the telephone, which is 985-781-7811. All right. Try to stay cool, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week, Michael. Thank you, Don. We'll talk to you then. All right. There he goes, Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. We come back after this. It's paddler's time. We're going to check in with Brendan Bayard, one of our field reporters. He's over in Jacksonville Find out what he's doing over there and what's coming up for you local coastal anglers who do it in a kayak. We're back right after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And our paddler's report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club members is a presentation of Massey's Outfitters. You're going to find them in New Orleans. They're in Covington, Baton Rouge, and inside the stores, you're going to find some of the best kayak fishing models. Brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, and Native Watercraft. 
Also, you can check out their website. See some of those accessories and products, and also for those demo days where you can ride and try before you buy. MasseyOutfitters.com. You can also check them out on Facebook. Uh, one of our two field reporters is Brendan Bayard, who's reporting to us this morning from Jacksonville. Brendan, thanks for sending that picture, those two beautiful flounders. They're going to look even prettier when you get them baked. Yeah, we uh, we actually brought them over to a, a restaurant over here, Don, that they uh, cook your catch. It was really awesome. So a uh, buddy of mine, you know, took the time out from work to uh, take me around and, and let me fish off his boat with him into some beautiful marsh. The uh, the tide fluctuations over here are amazing. They're, you know, twice a day, six feet or so. Um, it, they really congregate pretty high around the mouths of these drains and these creeks. Because you have what used to be, uh, you know, three feet up or, or four feet up. All of a sudden, it's all these minnows and bait draining right here at the end of this creek. And you just sit your boat right there and just paddle or, or just uh, cast right there at that drop-off and load the boat with uh, flounder reds. We caught trout. We caught mangrove in the marsh. It was, it was great. How did they prepare them at the restaurant for the catch and cook? Yeah, this is a place they just, you know, they fried them for us, but I think you can do them blackened or or broiled however you want. But uh, it it was pretty neat. It was, uh, we did that yesterday, the day after we caught them. What's it cost for a a Louisiana guy to fish in Florida, saltwater? Just, uh, I I think, uh, 12 bucks for uh, a couple of days, or Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, the whole year is, you know, maybe like 50 bucks. It's it's a lot less than Alabama. That's all I know. My Alabama <laughs> yeah. out-of-state license is 90 bucks a year. Yeah, well, you know, some of these states do the reciprocal thing. You know, you, you, you charge me and we charge you back and that type of thing. Well, good. That's great. You're having a good time over there. And uh, look, the weather looks good and everything else over there. All right, so uh, back here at home, what you got going on? What are you hearing? Oh, uh you know the stars going on back home. We got some. Uh, we still have some possibilities, in my opinion. Over in Grand Nile, I think uh, the kayak is being led by only three pounds. I think if you put some time in over there, you know, get some big hand-sized pogies and and free line those over at the beach or some croaker and throw some top water, you probably have a good chance of of catching something that big. So, if I was fishing the star for the kayak division, I might concentrate there. The other divisions are pretty pretty up there in the four and a half five pound range um you know lots of people are going fishing at night catching uh, you know trout around the dock lights at night uh i just saw that the grand isle pier just opened back up that's that's a great thing for uh you know all the locals that fish over there uh from the bank which a lot of mm-hmm. us started doing when you know when we come to louisiana and the first little taste of fishing i, I was in college and a friend brought me over here to the uh the pier and i got hooked and ever since then i've been buying kayaks and going on boats and you know once i decided to stay here after college uh it was just a little gateway drug if you will that pier fishing <laughs> yeah well you know it's easy and uh you know you just got to gear up right it's a little bit you know technique and, and and learning and a little learning curve to fish off of bridges and you got to have a little bit of patience because you're waiting on the fish to come to you rather than you going and find the fish, so that's a little bit different. Brendan, as far as the uh, club, Bayou KFC, BC KFC, we got Ride the Bull coming up. What's after that? Uh, okay, after Ride the Bull, we have the Redfish Rumble. That's going to be in Terrebonne Parish, uh, you know, with people launching over there in, uh, in areas like the 
Point of Shan Pack uh, kayak launch. It's going to be a, a five fish stringer. That's going to be a catch photo and release using the the app we have uh, with the club, and uh, that's going to be at the end of uh, September. So, uh, looking forward to that one. Uh, a little, hopefully, we get a little reprieve from the hot summer uh, temperatures. And uh, but until then, it's just fun fishing and trying to catch those starfish. Uh, you got that right. Well, Brendan, enjoy your time over there. Drive safe. Uh, be careful when you come back on I-10. Boy, the traffic has been a killer lately. I will. Thanks for the tip, Don. All righty. Brendan Bayard, one of our field reporters. And next week you'll be hearing from uh, Captain Merrick, Eric Mahabarak, our lookalike of uh, Captain Quint. <laughs> we come back after this. Oh, yeah, it's bad boy time. Got another one of those guys that uh, he took people out fishing. He charged them for it, but... Unfortunately, he was not properly licensed. We got his story next on the bad boys of the outdoors here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque radio network. All right, Jason, uh, the barber, he says he'll try that snakehead. Give him a plate. Also, we got the Bay Beast. They're on the way to take the kids fishing in that Roy Martin Young Anglers tournament that's put on by the Alabama Deep Sea Fishing Rodeo. We're talking about that early today. Wishing all the kiddos good luck and Hopefully they catch a bunch of big ones. Here's the Lafayette Yakker. He says, how about fish head boudin? Got every other kind. Hey, I'll try it if you can find somebody to make it. And here's one that says, Don, what are your thoughts on the coyote problem in Jefferson Parish, and what would you do to solve it? Uh, There are some trapping methods. If they accelerated that, they might help a little bit, but it's very hard once they get a foothold to eradicate them. If they've got good cover, hiding places, and a food source, they're there to stay. I've been living with them with years. On my place, they come up by my back fence uh, during the whelping season. The packs of the young ones, uh, when they start baying and barking, they wake me up in the middle of the night. The real problem, though, is with small pets uh, and, and very small children. Be careful if they're in your area, especially cats and little small dogs. They will take a toll on them. And when I found them, they're at their worst, is when you get a very hard freeze. I'm talking about 20 degrees and below those really severe freezes. Coyotes got to eat, and they will come into neighborhoods, and just about it's hard for them to find, but in order to survive, they've got to eat. And uh, they'll come around into chicken pens and any animals that you got outside, best keep them in. All right, when we come back after this quick 10-second pause, it's bad boys of the outdoors time. That story's next right here after we let our local stations identify themselves on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque radio network. Well, on July 3rd in Plaquemines Parish, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Senior Agent Heather Fitzgerald and Lieutenant Adam Young, having received information in June about a man taking customers out on charter fishing trips without required licenses, began investigating one Lawrence Eustace's activity and documented eight individual for-hire trips that he took with paying customers. Eustace also took customers offshore targeting Red Snapper. The agents found that Eustace had not held a valid charter guide license since 2019 and does not possess a U.S. Coast Guard captain's license. Cited for charging for charter fishing trips without required licenses and the required recreational offshore landing permit, the ROLP, and if convicted, facing maximum fines of $950 for each one of those eight trips, plus the fine for failure to have the ROLP, could result in total criminal fines of $7,650 
plus 120 days in jail for 38-year-old Lawrence Eustace of New Orleans, our bad boy of the outdoors. Ah, you got to have the right stuff if you're going to make a living doing it. Hey, our Bad Boys of the Outdoors is presented by the Louisiana Wildlife Agents Association. LWAA is a nonprofit group, and you can help provide funds for their scholarship and other benefits by purchasing exclusive gear, including their T-shirts in a variety of colors and styles. They got hats, they got koozies, hoodies, and more. You can support your agents who protect our precious natural resources Wear their gear and visit them. SupportLWAA.org. That's SupportLWAA.org. And in just a little bit, we're going to be talking with Sergeant Sonny Nelson more about the LWAA and that wonderful sharp gear you can get for yourself and your friends and family. All right, let me get back to the text message board. I'll try to get as many of these as I can. If I don't read your text, I apologize. We can't get to all of them. Uh, You can't put any more than 120 minutes in two hours. Here's one that says, Don, wish they would have kept Red Snapper at two or three so we could have a spring and fall season. Much better fishing at those times and not as hot. Well, spring and fall, you start getting those fronts. So weather's, you know, it's cooler, but it could be more problematic as far as getting access to them. Um, It's going to run into the fall, I can tell you that, possibly winter because we are only at a little over 25% of the total quota, and that's going seven days a week, and now they're increasing it to four, so get out and enjoy them. Got Captain Ross L. saying uh, fishing was tough with him and Buras this week due to the heat, but they stayed at it and uh, ended up catching some fish. We got Redneck Sam. He's checking in from Winsboro, Louisiana. He said that snakehead fish looks like a cross between a bowfin, which is another name for shoe pick, and a chain pickerel. I agree. It does have a lot of similarities. And uh, this one is from Creole Leo. Uh, he s- says, we go with the French name, Tête de Serpent, and put them on the menu. By the way, if you catch one of those, uh, the wildlife and fisheries tell you, do not release it. No catch and release. If you're not going to take it home and eat it, simply kill it and dispose of it. Uh, we, we, they're not good for the area. And he, uh, Creole Leo says he's in Birmingham. He's listened to the show. He's going to see Robbie Campo tomorrow. Yeah, Robbie. Hopefully, Robbie will be there tomorrow. All right, that's, I think I'm caught up on text messages. Maybe got a few more. We'll get to them a little bit later on. Oh, yeah, here's one about the croakers. Thanks for the tip on the croakers. And, yes, I would love to eat a snakehead. I used to have an Indian snakehead. He was brown with an orange stripe. He grew about 28 inches in my 100-gallon fish tank. I'd feed him live goldfish, a very aggressive fish. That's what I am told, Creole Leo. And we'll be uh, reporting next week on the taste of them because we're doing some uh, some really good recipes with Chef Philippe. And one of those will be Snakehead Amandine. We'll let you know how it checks out. All right, coming back after this, we go to the Plastic Man, Captain Ryan Lambert. We'll get a fishing report from down in Lower Plaquemines right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. We never know where the Plastic Man might show up on our show. He could be under the palm trees right there locally in Plaquemines Parish. He could be back uh, watching the ducks fly in uh, his his uh, his estate up in St. Charles Parish. Or he could be in Mexico uh, at Nolejase. He could be in Florida. Tell- where are you, Plastic Man? <laughs> I'm I'm on the estate today. Oh, <laughs> good for you! I, I came home late last night from the lodge. I've been down there all week. Miss Carmen says, "Uh, why don't you come home today?" <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've been busy. 
it, uh, the business is not real busy right now itself. You know, we run, I think we had four or five boats a couple of days this week and then less the rest of the time. So, so the economy is, you know, slowed down pretty good. You know, a lot of people are looking for work down there. So anybody wants to make a fishing trip, you can find one with most of the guys down there and most of the guys in South Louisiana got some openings right now. Do you think that this heat has something to do with it? Besides, I know the economy has you know, got a little downturn. People don't have that expendable cash, and that's the, one of the things they can cut back with. They can't cut back on their house note and their car note and those type yeah. of things. But, you know, but I think this yeah, heat's got something to do with it too. Well, well, most of these trips are booked way ahead of time. You know, for most folks, so you know they they don't know how hot it's gonna be that week when they when they do it. So, it, it, you know, and it's the river's low and it's bull red time, and usually there's a lot a lot of people wanting to fish those this month and next. So, um, I, I think it's more the economy. You know, I've done this a long time, and you know, I mean, I'm be all right. I got tons of bookings myself, but I worry about the other guys just as much. Yeah, well, somebody asked me how far out do you book duck hunting trips? Oh my gosh! I started booking them last duck season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, most people book before they leave. They book again, and uh, it's just been really hot and heavy lately. A lot of people thinking about duck hunting already because I mean, every single day I'm booking duck hunts. So, um, and then then they move the seasons. Believe it or not, Don, they move the seasons so we don't have those negative times. I mean, I would have never believed they would have listened, and they did. I mean, did I they do the, that intentionally, or was that just oh, yeah. accidental? Oh no, no, they did it because I, I went to the commission meeting and I and I got the duck, duck guy on the side, and we talked, mm-hmm. and I showed him, you know, I had it all written down, and and sure enough, they made a special amendment and moved those seasons. And when somebody told me that, you know, I was booking <laughs> booking my dates, and I looked back, I said, oh my gosh, they did it. So, which is really good. We're not going to catch those big, big negative ties, and it's going to be a well, lot. Well, you know, we, lot, we've been talking about that problem for years. Were they just not aware of it, and and you made them aware? No, of it? they, was they were change aware. Of harder. They they booked the seasons five years at a time. They said, "Well, we can't do nothing about it for five years." Well, they yeah. they made a special amendment to to the season, and they did it. I said, "Wow, congratulations, guys! It's going to be a lot better. We we'll have a lot of days to hunt. The season will end a lot earlier." But you know what? Those last nine days, we couldn't hunt anyhow. All the ducks would be offshore. So, yeah, I think I think it'll be a, a lot more productive season for people because. You know, people don't realize not only, oh, I could get my spot. Well, still, the ducks won't be there. You know, if they they can't feed, they're not going to walk around in the mud to feed. They don't, you know, with the pressure, they just go offshore, and at night they come in and feed where they can swim around and things float up, and they, they like to dabble. They don't like to walk around and eat. You know, they will sometimes, but that's out of necessity. So so I think I think we'll have a good duck season. With these high salinities, what's the marsh food look like? It's there. It's there. As long as that river's flowing and the the fresh water's on top, you know you got to keep that in mind. So as long as it's flowing, it's it's right at three foot today, and uh, as long as water's flowing off the top and going through the marsh, it's going to save it. But if we get any kind of storm, the salt water's going to come in and crush everything because we don't have enough river water to keep it at bay or to flush it out, but but it looks really good. I mean, I mean, there's aquatic vegetation everywhere. There's duck, duck uh, potatoes and the wild peas and tickweed. I mean, it's, it's a smorgasbord out there as long as we don't get an event, you know, a hurricane or something, but the fishing's been great. You know, anything you want to catch, you can go catch right now except for the wind, you know, keeping us at bay a little bit. But 
I mean, and now they raise. I saw something on Facebook. They went to four on the snapper limit. Yes, yes, four on the snapper limit starting Monday. Uh, how about a snakehead report? Y'all catching any snakeheads down there? No, no, I haven't caught one. <laughs> well, we're going to cook some on Monday, so I'll let you know how they taste. They tell me they're excellent. Yeah, they are, and, and people need to target them. And kind of, I, I don't think you could keep them at bay. It's going to be like, like the pigs and. In Nutria, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, you know, they're here and they're just going to have to compete. So, you know, whatever, you know, bring them to a coon ass. They'll make them taste good. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, Ryan, if somebody wants to get a hold of you since you got open boat space and you still got more, you got more duck dates than you had that's going to be working out with the tides, tell them how to get yeah, you. That's great. Yeah, it's uh, 504 Five five nine five one one one, or just go to Cajun Fishing here at Adventures dot com, and uh, teal season ought to be good because it's the last fifteen sixteen days of the se- the month. So now we won't end, and then gophers come. Well, they right. still might do it, but we go all the way to the end of the month, so we got a better chance to get gophers. And it starts right on the full moon, so we have a big charge then. So it ought to be a good teal season as well. Calendar worked out. You going to get those doves in Mexico? Uh, the the 20, 20th through the 23rd, I'll be down in Mexico whacking on some white-winged doves. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I was in <laughs> Texas, and uh, I'll tell you what, it's painful to watch them, man, when they're flying over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I can't it, wait. I'm gonna go yeah, I might go that, down to 13th, too. It's not that far off. Well, good talking yeah. to you. Uh, have a great weekend, and we will catch up with you. Uh, I guess we'll be talking to you from uh, Nole Hase next week, huh? Uh, no, no, that's August. Oh, you're going August 22nd. Okay. Yeah, I it's got not you. open yet. It's not open yet. They got they, they don't want me to go shoot until uh. shoot it's open. <laughs> I know they got a lot of liberal seasons down there. All right, thanks for the update. See you next All right, week. Buddy. All right, guy. When we come back after this, we're going to be talking to Sergeant Sonny Nelson, Louisiana Wildlife Agents Association, about their website and the great products you can order. And uh, wear some of that gear. Back to do that right after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And each week uh, we bring you a bad boys and sometimes bad girls of the outdoors. It's a special feature we do to tell you about our law enforcement agents who are doing their job and protecting our natural resources. One of those persons joins us now, Sergeant Sonny Nelson, who is uh, besides the uh, star of the cast of Louisiana Law TV program, she's also the Training Academy Sergeant for the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. Good morning, Sonny. Thanks for taking time to talk with us. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, as Training Academy Sergeant, does that mean you're out of the field now? I am out of the field. Um, it's been about two years now. Um, I'm very fortunate to be there, but I get to participate in all the training for the new cadets and all the agents throughout the state. Well, that's great. I, I had the pleasure of being the speaker at the LWAA uh, convention last year, and I got to meet a lot of the agents, a lot of the ones that I hear about and talk about on the show. And uh, you got a great organization, a great bunch of people. We can be very proud of you all doing that law enforcement job. It's a very tough job because there's so many things you have to do in, in the field of law enforcement that other normal law enforcement doesn't have to do, and you do it in some pretty remote and often dangerous places. LWAA, tell us about the Agents Association. So the LWAA is the Louisiana Wildlife Agents Association. Uh, we're actually a nonprofit organization, and we're made up of active wildlife agents across the state. 
and we currently have 100% participation. So every agent throughout the state is part of our association. Um, Our main goal is to protect and promote the welfare and interest of all of our commissioned agents, and that's both current agents and even retired agents. You guys do a lot of community work for a lot of organizations, don't you? We do. We do. Uh, We do some public service and sponsorships, and we also donate to charities and organizations such as Special Olympics of Louisiana. We've actually been involved with them for the past 25 years. Um, The Youth Hunter Education Challenge Program, 4-H, Operation Game Thief, and that's just to name a few. Wounded Warriors and and many, many others. That's great work. And I know the funds that you you generate also help some of the agents in need. You've had some people that have had some tough times with serious injuries on the job, and I know LWAA was there for them. And the public can help you by purchasing some of the merchandise in your merchandise store. Take us through the store. What will we see there? So the website is supportlwaa.org. And when people go onto that website, they're going to see all kinds of merchandise and it's supporter gear. So we have our LWAA logo, and then underneath we have supporter. And you can get things from hats to koozies, um, dry fit shirts, fishing shirts. We have a ton of different items that people can purchase in different colors and sizes. It's a great program. It's a great website for people to, to support us. You got a favorite product you like to wear? Uh, I really like the fishing shirts. It's it's good quality products, um, and I like the color options as well. Yeah, you got some great looking gear there. I'm looking at it right now on the website. Again, that's uh, supportlwaa.org. Did I get that right? Yes, sir. And even businesses can uh, participate and donate and support us. Um, LWAAMagazine.com is where they can go. They can subscribe to our magazine. They can place ads in our magazine. All of our agents across the state participate with the organization by paying dues, but the vast majority of the funds that we get and accumulate are from support from people around the state and businesses, primarily with that magazine. So if anybody would like to do that, I urge them to visit that website and even check out our Instagram or Facebook pages. And and certainly those make some great gifts for people, too. Well, Sonny, thanks for taking the time for joining us, and thanks for the great work you guys do with the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement. We really appreciate it. Keep it up, and uh, hope to see you at the next conference, maybe. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. All righty. There she goes, Sergeant Sonny Nelson, Training Academy Sergeant for Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. And by the way, that Louisiana Law TV program, I really enjoy that. You'll need to check that out if you haven't seen it. All right, that's uh, time for us to get out of here. Hey, don't forget the third anniversary Marsh and Bayou Outfit is going on today in Mandeville. Stop by and get you a free sample of 10-cup Mountain Whiskey free prizes for the door registrations, discounts, and all kind of stuff going on. Hope maybe I'll see you there. I'll definitely see you back here next week with the report on Snakehead. I'm Dean. See you then. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 